Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Shot, shot three. three. See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. I'm it was a little rough. Don't you do it. My mouth is watering. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Hi, welcome to Three Shots In. I'm Jess. I am Jake. And Thank this- you for joining us. This is episode 25. And the topic is fans. Fans. What kind of, what, like, like, like little, like, handheld fans? Like box fans? Like one of those, like, like those Chinese fans? Like ceiling fans? Mm, maybe like a, maybe like a fan of, like, I don't know, a band? Crazed celebrity fans? Celebrity fans? Only fans? I don't know. Maybe, maybe fans even write their own sort of fictions. Only time will tell. Well, joining us today are the lovely Sam. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us, Sam. You're always welcome here. You have your own name on your cup. Yay. You know who else has the name on their cup? Danny. Danny. Hello. Welcome. I am engaged to Danny. I'm not engaged to Sam. That's true. Sam's just already married. To clear that she is already married. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know what? He walked into this house today and I saw him and I complimented him. I told him, TJ, you look very thin today. Mm-hmm. He looked very fit. Yeah. And his hair is always so perfectly combed. I know. Yeah. And short. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? Shut up. I, just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I always tease him about his ponytail days. Oh, yeah. He used to have a ponytail. (laughs) Sam loved it, though. Never let him forget. Specifically the long hair. That was what hooked her, honestly. Yeah, because he looked like a skinnier, prettier Aragorn. (laughs) So maybe maybe that's what it was. If Aragorn and Legolas had a baby, it would be TJ. That's true. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why you were so hooked. Yep. There it is. You were Mm -hmm. a smitten kitten. Wow. Don't call me that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how long have you guys been married? Eight years. Eight Ooh. years. Yep. So you got past the seven year mark. Yeah, there was no, there were no issues. Interesting. No, it went right on by. It was like statistically, uh, that's when your marriage. I know. Would wasn't end. that the seven year itch? Yeah. Yes. Statistically, seven years is yeah. when your marriage would end. Yeah, there was good for you guys. You made Thanks. it. Yeah. No, yeah. we had a great time. It was fun. Jessica, seven years. Ten, Ten years. Ten years. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Wow. You guys Ten. are so together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So me and Danny, we'll, 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 we'll get back to you guys, uh, November of 2029. To see how you're doing then. Yes. Okay. Right, baby? Specifically, <laughs> we'll ask Danny. We'll ask Danny. Well. It's not too late for you, Danny. I know. We're I'd talking about fans. We got Sam and Danny with us. And of course, what does Sam and Danny have that you don't, listener, more than likely? access to our Patreon page. Do you want to know why? Because they are patrons. They yes. are. And allow me to thank them. I will list them by name. Yes, Jessica, please name all of our other patrons, except for Sam and Danny. Firstly, they are mom and dad. Terry, my husband, mm-hmm. as well as Ricky, TJ, Jeremy, David, Abria, and Thomas. Thank you guys so much. We announced last episode that we actually were able to pay for our sound equipment. That's officially paid for. We own it, yep. which is very exciting. Yay. Now we can move on to video equipment, hopefully at some point, and uh, even bigger things in the future. Thank you, yeah. guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. We couldn't have done it without you, including Sam and Danny. Here you are. Hey. So shots, <laughs> guys. Me and Jess had shots of El Jimador tequila, and I do recall that tequila tasting better. It was kind of 
kind of ass. I actually really enjoyed the tequila. I m- most of the time I do. I had a good time this time. You are a huge fan of tequila. I am. Look, I understand the existence of tequila and it's fun to party on and memorable to throw up. It's very, very memorable. It is to very throw strong. Up. I'll say yes. that. But damn, it it just doesn't go smoothly down, you know? I disagree. Okay. It okay. goes down very smoothly. Ironically, for me, whiskey does not go down as smoothly, but the buzz afterwards is much nicer. I think that's true for Sam as well. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, that was a good time. I, I could, that was the I best could agree time with so that. Far. I could agree with that. Whiskey hurts me a lot, but like that buzz is a lot calmer. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all know what happens when I drink tequila. You vomit in my bathroom and I have to cover you in my own heated blanket. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It has happened on it this happened. podcast, actually. It has. If anyone is interested, it's actually Abandon All Logic, episode five. Five of season one. Yes. Um, Danny and Sam, our two guests. Yes. You did not partake in the tequila. We did not. They. No. What did you guys take shots of? Vodka. Pop of vodka. Pop of. Yes. It's yes. a good brand. Normally, it would go down really smooth because you guys know how I like my vodka. But you can hear in my voice and how nasally I am that I'm just getting over a cold and I have a cough. And so that vodka didn't go down smoothly and instead felt like fire and (laughs) I felt betrayed. Mm. I was not betrayed by the pop-pop. I mean, I hate the taste, but it goes down very smoothly. So like, I didn't feel the burn going down but I still cringed pretty fucking hard because yeah. it still tasted yeah. very icky. Yeah. How about we spin the wheel for the first time? I think that's a fantastic idea. Danny, would you like to spin it first? <gasps> I would love Ooh. to spin the wheel. Spin it Spin it with your left hand. Spin it with your left hand. It's heavier. Okay. Nice. Good one. Very nice. Nice. Okay. Oh, we were just talking about hands. All right. You lost your hand. Left or right? Doesn't say. Okay. <laughs> we'll say your off hand. You lost your off hand. What do you replace it with? I'm assuming this means you can replace it with absolutely anything. I know what I'm going to do. What are you doing? So I have a KitchenAid mixer because I do a lot of baking. <laughs> so I'm just going to turn that one into an attachment so I can like change out the attachment so I can do baking. <laughs> like mixing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a useful extension of your arm. Yes. If you didn't have a hand. Anyone else? Well, have something come to mind? I was actually thinking before you started talking, can you switch it out? Because my actual thought was I want a spatula. I don't know why. Well, mine does. That was the first thing that came to mind was I want a spatula, but I think I'm thinking about SpongeBob, the hash slinging <laughs> slasher. Yes. And how he had a fucking spatula hand. He did. And so, <laughs> so I was like, to sling I, hash. Yeah, to sling yes. <laughs> I was like, can I have a spatula? And then a spoon sometimes, or like a I mean, fork, that's what mine chopsticks, is. like can I mine switch it out? out? Also for cooking things. Yeah, for cooking things and eating things. Like, could I just Jacob is very that? disappointed. His face is very disappointed. I what know, we chose. it wasn't fun, but I how know. awesome would that be? Oh, we have something that, and literally anything we can put on our hand, we're going to put stuff to cook with. Listen, you went for efficiency. Jacob's going to go for something he'll never Disgusting. use. Disgusting. I know. Mine would be two-pronged. It would be like like fork shaped, okay. But it would be like blunted at the end so that I could keep typing and continue working normally. Because oh, I nice. typically only use these two fingers on this side anyway. Well, actually, I use four. I would like a four pronged, four pronged, <laughs> four to five pronged hand. But you that literally like is just this shape. 
Okay, so Jessica's, her hand is in the shape that she's throwing a two-seamed fastball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're all thinking. Oh, Jake, you're probably going to put a pocket pussy in your hand yes. or some shit. That's but that is not what we're doing. Instead, in my hand, right, my off hand, my left hand, imagine, imagine like you're holding a cup. Okay. okay so you got your four fingers pressed together and your thumb around the edges, right? To make a make it like you're holding a cup. Okay. Now it's also collapsible. It can it can close. It can expand. Right. And it, it just it holds whatever form you put okay. specifically so that I can always hold a drink in my offhand oh, and drink with it. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I can grip onto my hot coffee mug and absolutely nothing would happen. That's true. Good point, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Perhaps it's even nope. if you think about the shape and like Stop. where the placement no. is, balls. you more can about perhaps the grip your own balls. Hear more about the drinks. Yes. I don't have personal balls, but uh -huh. I do have balls I grip on a regular basis. Okay, and so that might be useful. Yes, yes. Remember, you can you can you can tighten it or you can loosen it on just the like balls. That. Very. Oh, whatever the balls, your 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 white claw, um, maybe a penis, whatever. If it malfunctions, that. Is it, it could motorized? Be a disaster. It's not motorized. No, no, no. It's not. I think that should be an advancement that we uh Okay. Figure out. The wheel spin didn't say, you know, you That's lost true. a hand 50 years in the future and you can replace <laughs> it with true. anything you want. It said But right it absolutely now. could be. Exactly. Me and Jess are on the same page. So who's first? It sounds like we satisfied the wheel. We did. The wheel is very happy right now. I think I'm very first. happy. Um yeah, no shit. Look at that. All right. So it's time for my stories. Yeah. The topic what of you got for us? well, the topic is fans, mm -hmm. and so I decided to talk about OnlyFans. Oh no, OnlyFans! Yes. Okay. At first, I was like, "What's the weirdest OnlyFans account out there?" <gasps> and I got a nice little list. Is there some like ear Did you fetish? Find some good ones. Some of it is not not surprising. Like, there's a girl who makes like ten thousand a month from just selling feet pics. Right. Right. Understandable. That sounds, that sounds about expected, you know? Then there's Puppy Girl. You've heard of her, right? She pretends no. to be a dog. Oh, no. Oh. Okay. Yikes. She makes a lot of money as well. I mean, I'm sure. Because people want to fuck their dog. Can only assume. Then there's the woman who was born with two separate vaginas. Oh. She's got two vaginas? Two vaginas. Two uteruses. Two um, four this cervixes. Woman, this woman... Was made for soap operas. Yeah. Yeah. There's a rumor going around that one vagina is for business and one is for pleasure and personal life. They are both functional. She can get pregnant in either one and she can be pregnant with the babies of two different individual men at the <gasps> same time. Crazy. But she can keep one tight for her husband. No idea. And one loose no. for her OnlyFans. No clue. Peoples. Yikes. Don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. Anyway. What I'm going to be talking about today, I decided because I myself am a big fan of a creepy stalker story. Gives me the creeps. Right. I like it when I have the creeps sometimes. And these stories gave me the creeps. Ooh. They are also to do with OnlyFans stars. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I assumed this. Yes. June 2020. Abigail Furness, a dancer and fire breather, Ooh. visited her parents in Kent for her 20th birthday. Kent? Yes. She is English? She is an English woman, yes. Wow. So throughout the day, she was visited by her friends, they dropped presents off for her, and they visited, and then a man she didn't recognize showed up. 
with a bottle of champagne. She assumed that he was someone she went to high school with. He asked her for a hug and a picture, said happy birthday, and then he went on his way. Respectful. Seems harmless. Good for him. Right. Until she opened the card that he delivered to her with the champagne. Was it a sticky card? Uh It was signed J.P. Master. And that is when she knew he was one of her subscribers on OnlyFans. (gasps) Mm. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, but he was respectful. Respectful, maybe. But how did he find her parents' address? I can find your parents' address. So. As she puts it, she was panicked. She quickly messaged him and told him not to contact her. He replied, apologizing, and promised that it would not happen again. Okay. What a nice man. Days later, however. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Abigail was shopping in Brighton with a friend, and she spotted her stalker, Jamie Spears, which was the same man who dropped her the champagne. Was that was that PJ Master? JP. Oh, JP Master. Yeah, his name is not Jamie Pierce. It is Spears. So I don't know what JP was for, but okay. that was his username. Now, Jamie was spotted by Abigail following her and her friend on the street while they were shopping. Mm. Not so great. Not so chill anymore. Right. JP Master. So Abigail and her buddy, they ducked into a shop hoping to lose him. But mm-hmm. he did find her, and he professed his love, begged her to be with him. It sounded like he made kind of a scene mm. in the shop she ducked into. Obviously, he was asked to leave the shop. Spears continued to follow Abigail even after she left the shop. He waited for her to leave. Ugh. So she left the shop. He continued to follow her, only fucking off finally when she asked a group of men to help her. Ugh. I know. JP Master is not making a great case for himself. He nope. is not. No. Now, why she didn't call the cops at this point, I'm super not sure. Why call the cops when you got a group of dudes who can chase away a, a, a master or two? I guess. And they did do that. That's true. She said she was petrified, that she felt sick by this encounter with him. And uh, just a week later, she flew to Ibiza with a friend of hers for a work Ooh. trip. Ibiza is an island right off the coast of Spain. They actually pronounce it Ibiza. Oh, 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 right. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. See, I know because I watched La Casa de Papel. Oh, okay. Well, Ibiza Uh is known as a party island. It's a vacation island. She's Mm -hmm. a dancer and fire breather, so she was there for entertainment. She was going to be there for three weeks with her friend, who I assume did did about the same. Um, Spears, Jamie Spears, that is. Oh messaged her about two days into her trip, saying that he also was on the island. He, oh, no. he was also on Ibiza. On Ibiza. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yes. She was terrified. She said, eventually my friends calmed me down and they convinced me to go out for drinks to take my mind off it. Later that night, I saw Jamie stood outside the bar we were in, looking at me from the window. Ew. Oh, how is no. he tracking her? JP Master, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super not sure what he thinks is going to happen after this. So she snuck out the back and she said, even so, he followed her all the way to her holiday house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jeez. Why is she not called the cops already? Eventually, he must have gone away. Not too long after that, she caught him following her while she was out on a run. And then followed her all the way back to her holiday house before her friends confronted him and he finally left the island. they, They watched him leave Ibiza? I'm only assuming. Not sure. Okay. 
However, things did ramp up quite a bit. Oh, no. When Abigail returned to the UK to start her third year of college, her roommates spotted Spears peeking through her bedroom window in her university home in Brighton. He began bombarding her with messages, despite the fact that she blocked him on everything. He left her way too scared to leave the house. Oh, she was miserable, but she very was gonna, afraid. But she was going to fall in love with him, obviously, <laughs> right? I'm assuming that's where this story ends. Keep that in mind, but not this story. No. Oh, no. So apparently <laughs> he didn't do a good job of disguising himself, but he did try <laughs> <laughs> because Abigail recognized him <laughs> following her around in hats and various disguises. <laughs> He watched you. He watched the show you on Netflix and he thought he could just put a blue baseball cap on and be incognito. So up till now, she still has not called the cops. The Why? final I don't know. It's really confusing for me. But the final straw for her. This was is another country. Do you even know how to call the cops in Spain, Jessica? She's in the UK now. Oh, well, she's back home. Never mind. <laughs> So the final straw, I guess, was when her roommates caught him trying to sneak into a shed they had in the back of the house. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jeez. What's he going to do in the shed? Hide? I don't know. Is he going to trim her edges? Not sure. But at this, at this point, he snuck into the back of her house. It's seeming like he's really pushing limits. And she just didn't want to see how far that could go. So she finally, finally, she calls the police. Look, everyone knows that story ends with him wearing her skin. Okay. (laughs) Seriously, like he's been following her around everywhere. And she said she's like terrified. Why did she wait so long to call the police? I don't know. Look, maybe he was a nice guy. No. Okay. No. Maybe JP Master was really sweet. She told him to leave her alone. And he agreed. And, and then he didn't do it. I know. How do you know that was him? And not just some dude that looked like him with a mustache and a, <laughs> and a blue baseball hat. Anyway, so she did call the police. She successfully ordered a stalking protection order against him. However, two weeks later, she saw him on the street. <laughs> of course. Hiding behind cars and following her. She called the police a second time and he was arrested again. He appeared in court in April 2021. Oh. Where he pled guilty and received eight months of probation. Jeez. <laughs> eight months what of probation. That no. Do? But was caught stalking her again five months after that. There surprise, surprise. And then received 14 months of jail time. That still doesn't sound 14 like 14 months of jail Seriously. time? 14. The UK is just really slapping wrists and nothing more, apparently. Wow. That's where that story ends. He's still in jail now. Wow. Oh, even today. Even today. Okay. Yes. Well, I would love to hear where that story takes off <laughs> in the future. We'll find out. <laughs> well, we all know he's going to get out. He's going to wear gonna her skin. do the same shit again. We'll see. He's going to wear her skin. Abigail, I, I, run. Abigail, <laughs> I hope you are safe. Next, a young college student who has chosen to remain anonymous. Smart. She was 20 years old when this took place, and can she we get noticed... A, can we get a fake name or something? Uh, we'll say Denise. Denise. What yes. happened to poor Denise? 20-year-old Denise. She noticed a car parked outside of her family's home and realized that someone was watching her. She says, in late July, I got a puppy. One night, around 2 a.m., I took him outside. Okay. I saw a figure in the car 
and could tell that they were looking at me, but I couldn't make out their face because it was pitch black outside. Feeling a bit uneasy, I picked up my puppy to take him back inside, and as soon as I moved, the car pulled into my driveway. Oh no. Uh oh. I sprinted back inside and locked the door. Did, they she, nev- bring, did she bring the puppy? Yes. However, they never approached my house. The next morning, I went to check the mail. There was an envelope addressed to my OnlyFans name with $20 in it and no note. Mm. Mm. So whoever this was was paying premium, apparently was getting nothing for it. I guess. Okay. She later later went on to explain that her parents didn't know she had an OnlyFans account. So she she kept all of this to herself. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know that I would let my parents know that I... Uh, look, yeah. we're weird with our parents. I would probably let them know that I got an OnlyFans. <laughs> but our, I feel like, our parents wouldn't care. I feel like the average person yes. could not you know, inform their parents about their OnlyFans account. Right. Now, later on, she admitted that she believes the person got her home address through an Amazon wish list she publicly shared. Huh. Apparently, Amazon works a okay. lot with third parties. Some of them are discreet about the address of the person receiving whatever you're sending. Some of them are not. Okay. She thinks it's possible he got her home address through this. Mm. She says, at this time, I had stopped posting for the time being until I could figure out how they got my address. One morning, I was planning on vlogging my trip to Target because I was planning on starting a a YouTube channel in the near future since OnlyFans kind of felt unsafe. When I got to my car, it had been ransacked, and my vlogging camera was missing. Oh no! I know it's my fault for leaving my camera in my car, but I was using it the night before, and since I live in a gated area, I really didn't think it'd be unsafe. It wasn't in plain sight, either. I had hidden it in my glove box. I used that camera to film my content, and the SD card was that was in there had all of my unreleased photos and videos. Oh no! Uh. I know they stole it just for the SD card. Because the parking lot had cameras, she was able to access the security footage. She says, we were able to watch this person break into my car and find the camera, and they didn't even touch any of the other seven cars in the lot. That means they knew which car was mine. Right. Now, the only thing that would make that stand out is if she had the most expensive car on the lot. Maybe. But I'm assuming she did not. Right. We're going to assume, you know what? We're going to assume that Denise had just like a Honda Civic. Maybe she did. Okay. She says, after they got the camera, they walked around the duplex I was living in. Oh, no. Until they stopped right under my window. Oh. Oh. Like her bedroom window? My bedroom faces an outside street and my blinds are broken. It's it's pretty easy to see inside if you stop right in front. I have a curtain, but it doesn't cover all the way. And this person stood there and watched me sleep for an hour. <gasps> oh, oh my god. Ooh. See, would you rather this guy or PJ Master? I would because rather PJ Master. I would yeah. rather PJ Master, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's gross. She says, I have no idea why they didn't eventually try to break in, but thank God they did not. This person sold my camera to a pawn shop, and because I knew the serial number, the police were able to find it. Of oh, course. Of course, my SD card is still missing. Oh. Obviously, but good for her for knowing that yeah. fucking mm-hmm. number. Wow. I would have threw away all papers that belonged <laughs> to that camera and would have had no idea. <laughs> so, good for Denise. The next... Is grosser. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's no. the end of Denise's story. That's the end of Denise's. So we don't and even now, know if she died. 
She's fine. Okay. She didn't die. Jesus. She well, is this fine. This guy watched her fucking sleep. Next is you go inside. She's okay. Well, that's good. Good to okay. know. Okay, but he was weird enough that he stood in front of her bedroom window for an hour straight without moving. That's super weird. Super creepy. But then he left and she was okay. 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 And also she broke her lease and moved to a safer place. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Has anyone here ever tried to watch someone sleep? No. Of course, I mean like your loved one. Like, you know, like yeah. your husband or your wife or whatever. Um, no. Just as long I mean, as I'm awake, I've like kind of glanced over in there in Terry's direction. Not for He's a very long time. Definitely that, not for an hour. Yeah. Not no, for no, no. that long. Look, it's look. boring. The long, the longer that I I look at my loved one, I won't name names. Um, <laughs> while while she is sleeping, um, the creepier it gets, honestly. Like you're creeped out by yourself? Oh no, not by myself. Well, she gets creepy. Oh yeah, hey. like one, two, three minutes in, it's over. I wait until I see the chest rise and dip. Wait, and then I turn around. You're describing this it. as if you've done it multiple times. I wake up constantly, Sam. Yeah, but why are you doing this over and over well, again? Don't forget, Jacob I'm, has acute IBS. I, I, I do. I have undiagnosed acute IBS. Yes. Um, no, yeah, I just, when I wake up in the middle of the night, like, I don't want to wake up next to a dead person. So yeah, but I'm gonna, like, isn't it makes dark? Sure I'm breathing, but that's all. Yeah. What do you mean in the dark? What the Isn't fuck? it dark? Your eyes are closed. When you open your eyes in the middle of the night, you can see. Ah, but Sam, still. Sam, did you meet your beloved in the dark room? Of the photo department. That's oh, true. No. Did you have your first kiss <laughs> in the pitch black of the dark room where you could still see their face because <laughs> your eyes were so attuned? So what? You can see in the dark? I mean, apparently. apparently <laughs> Basically. Apparently four yes. years in the dark room led to <laughs> led to some uh, acute. Oh, God. Wow. What else happened in the dark room? Don't answer that. I Moving don't want to hear. I peed in the sink once. <laughs> We're moving on to something that is not less creepy. Lovely. Mauricio Damien Guerrero was 20. Oh, this is the male. He's not the OnlyFans account owner. Okay, he's the stalker. He is an only fan. He is is one of the fans. Mm. Okay. And he was charged with four counts of burglary after police found him standing on the roof of the 24-year-old victim's house in April 2020. 2022, my bad. That was just this last April. April 2022. So like two months ago. Obviously, listener, when you're listening to this, you know, six years from now, because we're so famous, um, <laughs> this would be about two months ago wow. from this recording. Incredible. Okay there, Jessica? And I am. Incredible. Now, Jessica, please continue. On February 9th, the month before that. That's the day before my birthday. No, sorry, two months before that. That is the day before my birthday. It is. Police were called out to a home in Somersworth, New Hampshire, after the woman living there reported strange noises coming from her home's attic. (gasps) Oh, no. No. I've seen enough creepy YouTube videos to know what this means. Yes. When police arrived, she told them she'd woken up to someone standing in her doorway. (gasps) Officers proceeded to the home's attic and they found evidence of someone being up there, but they didn't actually find anyone until they heard heavy footsteps coming from the roof. Oh, man. Uh, and he, there they found him. The police were in the attic, so he dipped to the roof. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> Mauricio, what are you doing? <laughs> yes, there he was. Now, in the attic, they found a very strange choice of snacks. 
I want to know. This is the most exciting part. Only two. Okay. Okay. Graham crackers. What? And frozen hash browns. <laughs> How were they frozen? What? He bought them. He bought a frozen bag of hash browns and allowed them to thaw, and he ate them out of the bag. Straight up with his hands? Yes. That, that is genius. Is no it? Ketchup. Yes, because potatoes are full of carbs. They're full of calories. They will keep you full. The graham crackers are probably just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he chose. The police found graham crackers, hash browns, AirPods, a cup full of pee, as well as- He had a piss jug. No! As well as a Bluetooth tracking device wrapped in blue tape, which he later confessed he had planned to plant onto her car. Mm. Apparently he had met this woman on OnlyFans. She had an account, he subscribed to it, and he'd been stalking her for several days. Now, he's actually from Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Ben Salem? I'm really not sure how to pronounce it. Anyway, it's about 350 miles away from where she was. That means he drove out there, Wow. rented an Airbnb while he was visiting, and then broke into her home, police believe, with a crowbar. Did she not notice a break-in? Yeah. I guess not. Huh. It must have been in her attic that he broke in. Why would she look up there, you know? I mean, I get yeah. that. Like... I mean, honestly, if you're so rich that, like, your attic's got its own windows, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, kinda, you, kinda, you had this coming. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, police later uncovered a video on his phone. Uh-oh. Mm, I don't like it. That's not good. No, it's not. It depicted the victim laying partially nude on her bed, sleeping, and it had been taken roughly an hour before the police responded to the woman's home, which means when he stood in her doorway, he had just finished filming her. Oof. Yes. Another video had been filmed a day earlier, and uh, that seemed to be just him kind of walking around her house while it was empty. He was kind of touring yeah, and like dipping his camera into like rooms, her bedroom, the kitchen, that kind of thing. Kind of like giving himself a layout of everything. So he could rewatch it later and know where he was going. Right. The woman told police that she was a heavy sleeper and she often slept with her three-year-old. There was a kid. Oh, she had a child. She had a child in the house. Oh, no. That makes it so much worse. Poor baby. Yeah. She told investigators in the days leading up to the incident, her keys had gone missing and then (gasps) suddenly reappeared. Oh, he made the copies. Oh, he made copies. Oh, I mean, look, genius on him for returning them. Yeah. Later on, they did find a duplicate of those keys attached to his car keys. Oof. Yes. Evidence. She'd also noticed doors and windows that were left open when she really thought she had left them closed. Yikes. I mean, look, personally, I walk into my house. Now, I don't have a lot of windows, but if I had like a big house with windows, right? If I was rich like you, listener, um, (laughs) and I saw a window was open, my first thought would not be, oh, I must have left this window open. Yeah. Let me close it. My first thought would be I'm Someone's grabbing my, my yep. gun. Yep. Yeah. Someone just someone, tried to get in my house. Someone is getting two in their chest very quickly, yep. followed by one in their head about four to five seconds later. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my God. This woman, this poor woman and her three-year-old. Oh, my God. No. Ugh. Is she, though? What do you mean, is she? I want to hear. We'll get to that. So he also admitted to stealing a pair of her panties, as well as photos of her from around her house. 
Damien Guerrero allegedly admitted that he broke into her home, claimed that he'd entered without permission to reclaim a television and a fireplace, which he had bought for her. What? Did she steal from, Mar- no. from Mauricio? Doesn't sound like it. OnlyFans people can have like a wish list, like they had said earlier on Amazon, where you can say, hey, you know, oh. if you love looking at me, like buy me this and this. This is what I really want. Right. He claimed he was also there in order to grab a hat and a belt that he had left there previously mm. when they had hooked up. Oh. <gasps> Lies. Is it his three-year-old? Lies. Probably not. Okay. But this, that would be but good this was his claim that he had left items of clothing there before. I don't know. Let's get them on Maury so we can be sure. <laughs> <laughs> he also stated that she told him she wanted a man to be obsessed with her and to stalk her. <laughs> she wanted this? Yeah, sure. Right. He was just doing what she asked. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Right. It makes the most it was, sense. It was her kink. <laughs> Who am I to kink shame? And that's where that ends. It's still an investigation now. Wow. It only happened two months ago. Yeah. Oof. Gee. Yeah. Now, as far as my stories go, I have one little extra bonus. Ooh. Oh my God, I'm so bonus. excited. Bonus story. It's not really OnlyFans related. Okay. This mm. person was a fan of another person, probably their biggest fan. It was a link that led me to it, and oh. I read it, and it was too juicy not to include. Oh, okay. okay. See, I thought you were alluding to that it was your fan. <laughs> and I was like, Jessica, how did I not know that you had a creepy fan? You were about to get real excited. I was so jealous. I want a creepy fan, you know? <laughs> no. I, I want a creepy Australian woman to be like, like, Oi, Jacob, I just want you up in my puss. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> or something, I don't know. <laughs> I would say no thank you, but Why don't you come on down to Sydney? You're not you don't even sound Australian. (laughs) Yeah, that's what Australian sound like. (laughs) Do they? I don't know. I need to go to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna go so bad. Please, Jessica, continue with this with this one off. Okay. So this one I read and it was just too shocking not to include. It made me think of Danny. Oh. I knew for a fact Danny and Sam would gasp. Oh no. Because they're both tiny women? No. No. Even you might. I gasp. might gasp. You might. Interesting. Because this is a very uh, oh, no. un- unique circumstance to find yourself in. Okay. You've all seen you. Yes. You mean the Netflix show? You? Uh-huh. Yes. I love it. Yes. Sam, you may I have not have. See, I know what it is. You got to watch but it. I haven't watched it. Look, it's not it's not the best show, but it's <laughs> so much fun. Now, what if that character achieved everything he wanted to achieve? This woman shared a post on Reddit asking for advice. Mm. She claimed that with her husband she shared a 20-month-old daughter and that she is pregnant 4 months with their second baby. Oh, no. She explained that they're very happy together. They are living her absolute dream. Okay. She explained that they had a really healthy marriage. She also revealed that when their first baby was born, she and her husband agreed that it made more sense for her to stay home despite her initial hesitancy. But she grew to love it. She says she's now very comfortable. They're both very comfortable living off of just his income. She described meeting who she called Dave. Admitted that that was a fake name. She admitted that was a fake name. Okay. Okay. She met Dave um, through a co-worker named Mark, also a fake name. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. She admits that at first she didn't find Dave super hot. Mm. She said it wasn't that he was unattractive, just that he didn't really do it for her. He wasn't her type. Okay. Dave was clearly interested in her from the beginning. She tried to decline his advances gently. However, eventually he wore her down. She figured why not, went on a date with him. She writes that initially she had considered canceling their date because she had been having a lot of, quote, really bad luck dating at that point. Okay. What year was this? I'm sorry. It's not disclosed. Okay, continue. But that she had no other plans at the time. She decided to just go. Okay. See how it went. Try to have a good time. She was very pleasantly surprised. They had so much in common. Their relationship continued, and she eventually fell in love with him. Oh. They had a lot in common because homie was reading up. He was studying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One night, several years after they've already been married. Several years? After married. Yeah. (laughs) They're married? They were in coronavirus lockdown. (gasps) (gasps) They got a little tipsy. Dave's brother, Tom, posted online that he and his girlfriend were engaged. And Tom wrote, quote, Big thanks to Dave, without whose advice I would have never gotten this far. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. She made a comment to Dave about how he was such a great example to his younger brother. Mm-hmm. Then he began to tell her the actual story of how they met. <gasps> Tom! You rat bastard. <laughs> no. You're ruining a happy marriage. Dave revealed they had actually matched on a dating site about six months before meeting in person. However, she had never responded to his messages. <gasps> and he read and studied her entire profile. Oh, my God. Supposedly, they ranked very high in compatibility. And he just knew they'd make a perfect couple. Mm. He then began creating a number of fake accounts in order to catfish her. He would start conversations with her as these men and learn more about her this way. Eventually, she revealed where she worked. She wrote, quote, He said he then spent hours searching Facebook and LinkedIn before he found my picture. At that point, he had my name and started hardcore stalking me online. He'd created numerous social media profiles, some of which I accepted as friends and followers, so that he was able to stalk my entire life. He would even buy burner phones so that he could message her from different numbers. And of course, online stalking progressed to actual physical stalking. Dave befriended her co-worker Mark simply to get closer to her. Her co-worker introduced the two and he started showing up for their after work drinks. This is this is the apex of stalkers. Yeah. Because if his, you know, piece of shit brother Tom wouldn't have ruined everything, he would have gotten away with it. He's he the one married. who confessed all of this. He didn't he's the one who started it. He's the one who started confessing things to her. Because he no, was tipsy. you said you said Tom. No. She said Tom posted Without Dave's advice, I wouldn't have gotten this far. And she said, you have been such a great example to him. That's so great. Which is why I said, Tom's a piece of shit. (laughs) Fuck Tom. Dave was like, want to know the real reason why Tom? He volunteered the information. You want to know the real reason why Tom (sighs) thinks I'm so great? David. (laughs) Damn it. You had it all. Now, when she originally agreed to go on a first date with Dave, it was because she'd been having so much bad luck. With the fake profiles he had been making, 
to flirt with her. Everyone just kept standing me up. <laughs> These fake profiles would sometimes agree to go on dates with her and completely stand her up. Oh my oh God. no. Simply stop talking to her or become extremely oh. rude. David, you mastermind. <laughs> so he was just perfect in her eyes then by the time he came around. The way she described it, it was all of these experiences were a huge hit to her self-esteem. And then here comes Dave. Oh, for fuck's sake. And it gets worse. A light in How? the darkness. What, what could Dave do? What do? What what happened? He was he was the light that, that got rid of all the shadows. So around the time she started dating Dave, she had also begun dating a man named Alex. Oh. He seemed perfect until the day the end of the very first date they went on, when in the middle of their date, which she thought had been going very well, he abruptly left. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, because fuck that bitch, because Alex was a plant. It was David's Uh-oh. friend. She tried reaching out to him to find out what had gone wrong. He died? He never reached out to her again. Oh my God. Oh no, he was murdered. She said it was one of the most devastating moments of my life. I call him murder. I had always thought of him as the one that got away, the one that I ruined somehow. <gasps> my self-esteem was crushed. She blamed herself for years, she said. Years? After this, this huge blow to her self-esteem, she claimed that she seriously gave things with Dave a try because things had gone so unfortunately for her up to that point. David wasn't even the number. He was the number two. But it turns out... He was the batter up. Dave had paid Alex (laughs) (laughs) $1,000. To take her out on a date... And to ditch her in the middle of it. (laughs) That's not even enough. What the fuck? That's it? No, don't get me wrong. I'll take a girl on a date and ditch her for $1,000. Are you kidding me? Dave. I mean, Dave's a fucking genius. Brilliant. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. Dude, this, this man is next level. When pressed for an explanation, Dave told her that it was so that she would appreciate what she had with him and stop, quote, chasing guys that were out of her league. Oh! Wow. He wanted her to settle. Which means Dave was not out of her league. (gasps) She was out of Dave's league. This woman claims that up until now, I think I'd been smiling and generally in disbelief about the whole thing. I didn't really take it seriously, which I think only encouraged him to keep going. But the story about Alex just horrified me. She added that she didn't believe her self-esteem and confidence would ever recover after Alex. After one date? Yeah, I was just thinking one date. I also didn't understand that. This is how she felt, though. Okay. Okay. It kind of sounds like she was looking for ways that they clicked, and he... Probably had been He checked coached. every box because maybe David fucking talked. told him what and boxes to yeah. check. He and maybe they had talked a bit more beforehand so that by the time oh, they yeah. met, yeah. it was yeah. already established. Ale- Alex was well studied. Meeting him was just sealing the deal. Yeah, He had probably been coached on all the things to say, all the things he should like and dislike, wow. that kind of thing. And so she not only found him incredibly attractive, but it seemed like it was a perfect match. And she was very excited for things to move forward. Until in person, he literally stood up in the middle of the date and left. Wow. Which is horrible, but I would absolutely do it for (laughs) $1,000. So respect for you, Alex. At this point in Dave's story, she claimed that she was feeling a lot of feelings 
you know? Right. I mean, Understood. I would. already had a child. They had another one on the way. She was still in love with him. She had babies with Dave? Yes. <laughs> she led with that. They were married. They got married. They had a kid. They had another How one on the way. She was four months pregnant out. when he told her all of this. <laughs> oh, this my This poor gosh. woman. <laughs> Did you get punched in the face? Danny, Just are you like Hanzo? Okay? I'm fine. So anyway, she claimed she was still in love with him and that she was feeling like perversely flattered because she still had these feelings for him. Flattered. So like, she claimed that Yikes. she admitted that she felt slightly flattered, that it was toxic. very it was very creepy, but she felt maybe it was flattering that he'd gone to all of this trouble just to be with her. <sighs> but also she was struggling with thoughts of whether or not her relationship with him was even real. Because Maybe obviously it wasn't. How much of it yeah. was he even faking, you know? Up until last night, she says, I had a great, loving husband, a beautiful family, and a life that most would kill for. I was truly happy. Technically, nothing has changed, except that now I know. Since everything is or was so good, do I even ever bring this up again? Oh my god. Oh man. She says... Perhaps I should just accept that my husband wanted me so bad that he went to insane measures to make it happen? He's fucking psychotic. That I should just be happy with the great life that I have right now? I just don't know. Ugh. Maybe... This poor woman. She says, maybe I should see a therapist. No, she's, she's yes. got... Absolutely go to she's got the She's got the Stockholm Syndrome. She does. She says, yeah. I just feel so lost. I have no idea what to do, if anything at all. Ugh. Oh. Now, commenters compared her husband to the character Joe Goldberg from You. <laughs> oh my there God, go. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they also said that her story was similar to Tiger King in <gasps> that it simply became stranger and stranger. <laughs> true. Also true. This is the bet. We didn't make a Netflix documentary <laughs> out of this woman. Yep. And Dave. Uh-huh. Now, one person wrote, I seriously hope this is fake. Otherwise, he's psychotic and he's used to getting what he wants. Yeah. Oh. Someone else said that she should now look back on her relationship with new eyes. Are there any other situations where he's manipulated or gaslit you? Right. How many red flags are there? Someone else said, I can't force you as far as what you think about this whole thing. But from an outside perspective, this is wildly out of line. Your relationship is based off of him belittling you and making you feel insecure enough to date him. Going forward, you should definitely make sure that this is what you want and not what you have settled on because you think that's all you can achieve. I mean, he did belittle her by I, making every other guy stand her up and making her feel worthless. And then all of a sudden he swooped in. Yeah, I, I agree and I disagree. Me too. Yeah. Another user added the level of manipulation it would take to disregard someone's feelings and mental stability shows that your husband did not care about you. He was chasing you, pursuing you for his own benefit, and he was focused on what was best for himself. That yeah. I would agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. That I would agree wholeheartedly. Yes. And she must have felt the same. The post she had originally posted has since been deleted. Oh, no. I'm assuming she opted to stay with him after <gasps> all of this. Shut the fuck what? up. What? After all that? Yes. Woman. Well, think about it. She claimed she was living her dreams. 
that she was happily married, that she had a family, that they had a beautiful home, that they had wonderful friends. It was exactly what she'd always hoped she'd end up with. But it had begun with that. Wow. I think it'd be very circumstantial. It's tough. tough. Yeah. Yes. You you make a good point, Danny. It's tough. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's so crazy. The fuck do you do? Jeez. We're about to move into someone else's stories. Who's going after me? Uh, It's Danny. (gasps) It's Danny. It's Danny. And what you guys have not heard is that Danny's microphone, similar to Hanzo's, has fallen (laughs) off the table. However, this microphone did not punch you in the face. No, it did not assault no. this this recorder, uh, Danny. It Unlike the one that assaulted Hanzo while he was recording. Danny, have you been assaulted? I'm okay. She's good. She's good. It, it did not punch her in the face. And no. if I recall Hanzo uh, correctly, um, when something punches you in the face, you get fucking mad. Okay? That was, <laughs> that was his exact verbiage on that. That's what he said. So, Danny, you don't seem very mad. I'm chilling. It's just heavy. Oh, uh, it's just heavy. <laughs> we should probably We're fix that. We're good to go. <laughs> While we fix that, after this stern slurp, this stern slurp is going to contain a lot because I got to pee. Well, you know what? Got it. Let's just go into an early break. We'll have a longer second half of the episode. Maybe. Okay. Break time. Oh, are we breaking? Yeah. It's, it's the break time? Yes. We're breaking right now? fans love them hate them love them i mean no you got those box fans you got ceiling fans very useful love them all but you know who i love more our fans of the show and who is the biggest supporter of us and being a part of those fans (laughs) (laughs) who our sponsors (laughs) we would like to thank tilted tinker woodcraft and wizardry tilted tinker is a company that makes woodcraft products. They make plaques with all sorts of of hilarious sayings. Lots of sarcasm and underhanded insults. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories. That's right. And everything is assembled by hand all here in the United States. Made in the USA and it is family owned. They are close friends of ours. That's the most I'll say. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. But they are fantastic, and we do love their products. We own many of them. I have personally purchased several items. Oh, yeah. When I get drunk, I buy a lot of their shit. It's pretty great. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. You can reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. Nice. You should go, and you should buy something, listener, from their website, because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And they love us just like we love you. And the better these ads do, the better it is for us as well. That's right. We're not receiving payment in money per se, but in actual favors. No, no. And, and I want no, we're more. Not, we're not I getting, want more of them. That's not what we're getting. We're, yes. We don't get those. Yeah, they tinker with something, all right. Jacob, are you in the know? <laughs> I mean, I'm in the know, but I'm also in the No Republic. That's right. We are sponsored by the No Republic. They are a clothing brand who gives 20% of all proceeds to mental health awareness and suicide prevention in specifically high schools and colleges all around the United States. I didn't know that. Their clothing is unique and everything is done in-house. I heard that they ventured with a third party and that third party didn't work out. So now, that's right, everything is crafted by hand, shipped with love and care. 
Yeah, they're an awesome company. They always give back. And you can go on their website, The No Republic. Again, that's with a K. TheNoRepublic.com. Great customer service, too. I reached out to them with a problem and they got back to me right away. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Normally people take like, you know, like within 24 hours, but how soon did they get back? Four hours. Whoa. All right, the break's over. Yeah, short but sweet. It's gone. It's done. That was it. You just heard one little boop, 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 boom, and it's over. Right. My notes went on a little long. Yeah. Now we're moving on to Danny's. I think we've all peed at least once. Probably. Yeah. Danny. Hello. What have you got to share? Please. So the the topic was fans, correct? Correct. And you were talking about? So the headline of my my notes here is just death by ceiling fans. Ooh. Interesting. So here we go. I'm sorry. So on June 17th, 2019. Oh, shit. Is that your birthday? It's my birthday. Okay, well, only the, okay. Damn, it's okay, continue. On your, okay, so at 10 p.m., a two-year-old in Malaysia. Oh, no. Died. Danny! After hitting her head on a ceiling fan. Oh. So what happened was her uncle had been throwing her up in the air <gasps> and, like, tossing her playing for fun. And he tossed her too high, and she hit her head on the fan. She was rushed to the hospital immediately, but died the next morning from severe head injuries due to blunt trauma. Oh. So it was the uncle of the little girl who had been throwing her up. Did the parents sue him? The father filed a police report. Oh, oh no. Oh, Brutal. No. So I don't oh. really know. I didn't find any like big details as to what actually happened further, but it says that the <laughs> uncle was remanded for seven days. So oh, man. another tragic incident happened in Thailand in 2016 when a dad was throwing his three-year-old baby girl in the air playfully. Danny. You're so sad. I'm sorry. It's just, it was one of the first things that popped up and I was like, gosh, shit. Is I it, gotta be. I gotta do it. It makes me think that like ceiling fans are a little different in other countries. Perhaps. Than ours. Maybe, maybe they got like one. some steel ceiling fans. Well, right. So you, we all see the ceiling fan. I feel like I could put my arm up in it and it wouldn't hurt me that much. Right. Like it would probably bruise me, but that would be it. My arm yeah. would not get chopped off. Right. So this one, I was kind of like that. This is when I was like, okay, they're probably different in other countries because I don't feel like there was none in like America that I could find of like the actual death by ceiling fan. They're all foreign. So this one, he was throwing his three-year-old up in the air and she hit her head on the fan, exposing her skull. Oh <gasps> no. Oh my God. So it must have been industrial. It's, it's mm-hmm. a metal fan. It hit so hard, the fan hit so hard, that the metal blade bent from the impact of hitting her fucking skull. Oh no. So this poor little baby girl got sliced open and it's because it's a stupid fucking metal fan. Poor baby. I know. So she was rushed to the hospital immediately where she needed emergency surgery. And this is where it's so sad. Um, I didn't write all of this down, but just from reading, apparently the surgery cost a ridiculous amount of money and the parents were like well we can't afford that and the doctor was like well you got to decide right now or she's going to probably die if we don't get her in this surgery within like the next 10 minutes so the family decided to sell all of their home 
all of their belongings, everything that this family owned, they had to sell in order oh, to pay for the surgery for, for the little girl, oh, which was family. so sad. It makes it even worse. So um, they sold all of their things to pay for it. And on the bright side, the surgery worked. The oh, little girl yay. survived and she has since fully recovered. Oh, but, oh well, there you go. Yeah, so the ba- the baby's alive. That's the surgery worth it. Worked, Happy ending. But all this time later, that was 2016, it's now 2022. It was written, I think, in 2020, the article. So they still hadn't fully, like, financially recovered. Well, look, 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 that makes sense. But it's worth it in the end. Well, yeah, yeah and they had even, like... Worth it stated on the record that they would pay any amount they would live like the worst life possible right. as long as they were able to save their little right. girl and so, budget for the rest of your of lives course, yeah as long as your children are healthy of course it's just so sad that yeah. that one mistake yeah. of like, course fucked their entire well, lives like any savings anything they had was completely gone devastating. so that's that's all I have. Mine was very short and sweet. It was just those two stories. Yeah, sweet. But I was short and bitter. Short and sad. Jesus Christ. You, you are murdering children. I've only done that like two or three times on this podcast, Danny. Well, you Shut your mouth. Times. It's been a lot more than that. Always baby murder with Jacob. Sam, why don't you spin the next wheel? Ooh, okay. yeah. Oh, Sam, please. Hey, okay. Ooh. What is it? You can erase one memory from everyone who bore witness. What is it? So I'm assuming this means you still remember this, but absolutely nobody else does. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what I'm talking about. And it is? Um, The motherfucking laundry room incident. (laughs) Yes, because- Which which one? (laughs) When on the episode, that still haunts me. Back in season one, we talked about the things that still haunt me, and it was this memory, and I would like it gone. Oh, that's one of my favorite. But huh. I will, I All will right. erase that memory from everyone. Sure, Sam, do you have one? Yeah, I'm trying to decide which ones. Um, I got a couple. I farted once <laughs> in the middle of just one time. Just well, particularly, particularly. Oh, in the middle of. Telling a very serious story. Oh, no. (laughs) I was very drunk. And so I was sharing it with some new friends I'd made. And I farted in the middle of it. And they all started (laughs) laughing, which was pretty funny, even to me. Um, But if I had to eliminate a memory, it would probably be that one. It would be that one. (laughs) It would be you farting. Yeah. Okay. I have one. Yeah. In high school, I... Did a lot of plays and musicals okay. through school. And I we had done a bunch of shows over like a couple of weekends. And uh, it was a part that I knew really well. And this one particular time, I totally fudged and could not remember my line. And it was a line where it was a cue to like go into the next scene. And I just completely messed it up. And everyone's waiting for me to say this line. And I'm like ad-libbing, trying to like come up with ways to like say something, go through the silence and try and remember what it was. And eventually they just kind of came out on their own and then the, the scene moved on. But like, oh, it was awful. Everyone's watching and everyone can tell that, that something, was messed up. something is off or wrong. But like no one knew what it was. And it just it was it was terrible. Oh, poor Sam. So everyone who was on set with you forgets, as well as the entire audience yeah. forgets. Okay. That, Never is a, that is a great memory to erase. Danny? Well, 
Um, as everyone here knows, I have quite a few bad memories with getting a little too intoxicated. I have some <laughs> recollection. Yes. But which one do you erase? <sighs> it's really fucking hard because some of them are really gnarly. The one in particular that I would say was probably the most embarrassing for me knowing that everybody else there saw how was bad it, was it, it when you Was it when you peed on the floor? It, it was. It was that one time that I peed on the floor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica was there. Uh-huh. I was. She was there. And She was there, but who cleaned it up? Jake, you did. Oh, you, that's right. You cleaned my pee off the floor. I cleaned up all but that year. But who sat with me and rubbed my back and held my hair? I did. Jessica did. Yeah, not me. That's not me. That's not, I don't I do know, that. baby. I know that's not your thing. You clean up the pee and then you piece the fuck out. It's fine. Perfect floor. puddle on the floor. <laughs> Thanks, babe. While you sobbed with, with drool <laughs> hanging from your mouth into the toilet. Fuck you. That's it what I recall. It was a bad, bad night. And I want everyone that was there to forget that that ever happened. Well, unfortunately, these bull spins aren't actually fact because <laughs> yeah. I recall this in detail. Jacob. But yeah, no, that would be a great memory to erase. Yeah, thanks, babe. Yeah, if good job. Could. I think everyone has satiated the yeah. wheel. Yeah. I think so, too. And so I think now it is time for Sam to go before <gasps> I break all of you motherfuckers. Oh. It's Sam. Please, Yay. please, Sam, talk about your story okay. and your fans and whatnot. So when you guys told me about fans, the first thing that came to mind were fans of celebrities that went like way too far. Like uh, like stalkery fans. That is exactly right. OK, so I had done some research. I was looking into, you know, maybe fans that had like broken into people's homes and things like that. And there were a couple of them, like Chris Brown found um, a lady in his house and specifically like he found her in his bathtub. Ew. Interesting. Gross. I didn't say whether or not she was like actually nude. Like like taking a like bath. Like taking a bath. I think it, it described it as her just like sitting in the bathtub. <laughs> Apparently she had been there for a while and cooked herself uh, cooked herself like a couple of meals and so it was like around his house. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess Creepy. he was just kind of like he he dealt with it, you know, called some people and they got her and but it wasn't really that big of a deal. So a lot of the stuff that I found was similar to that. But as I dug a little bit deeper, then I found the stalker stuff. Ooh. So Ricardo Lopez was born in Uruguay on January 14th, 1975 into a middle-class family who moved to the United States and settled in Lawrenceville, Georgia. So he had a good relationship with his family, apparently, um, described as like very easygoing, but introverted. Um, He had a few guy friends, but never made any like female friends or had a girlfriend because he had feelings of inadequacy and social awkwardness around women. Okay. So that kind of kind of sets up the scene for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or Ricardo. <clears throat> yeah. So with aspirations to become a famous artist, Lopez dropped out of high school. Um, however, he did not seriously pursue an artistic career due to his feelings of inferiority, uh, fear of being rejected. Um, you know, so like he didn't even apply to art school because he thought like, what if they reject me? So that didn't right. really 
go anywhere. Okay. Um, so he in- intermittently worked for his brother's pest control business to support himself. And by the age of 17, Lopez had become um, reclusive and as a means of escape, retreated into a world of fantasies and became enthralled by celebrities. Oh. So he just kind of, you know, became obsessed with them and decided to just, you know, that spent all of his time thinking about and researching celebrities. In in Georgia. Apparently in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Interesting. Yeah. So in 1993, Lopez became fixated on the Icelandic singer Bjork. Oh, Oh. Bjork? Yes. Nice. So he began gathering information about her, followed her career, wrote her like numerous fan letters. And initially he cited her as his muse and said that his infatuation gave him a euphoric feeling. So yeah, as time passed, his fixation became all consuming and he grew more disconnected from reality. Okay. In his diary, Lopez wrote of longing to be accepted by Bjork and to be a person who had an effect on her life. Mm. As, yeah. as much of an effect as she had on his, I assume. I, apparently. He in, he fantasized about having... <laughs> he fantasized about inventing a time machine to oh. travel to the 1970s and befriending her as a child. Ew. Ew. That's I really mean, a little cringy. weird. A little weird, you know. His fantasies about Bjork were not sexual in any way. In his diary, he wrote, I couldn't have sex with Bjork because I love her. Huh. Okay. Not the same, Ricardo. Yeah, Not the little, same. A little weird. <laughs> Lopez's diary grew to 103 pages with passages about his thoughts on Bjork and his feelings of inadequacy due to being overweight, his disgust and embarrassment about his... Okay, I don't know if I can pronounce this word. How, how would you say that, Jessica? Complained about his menial job? No. No. No, the other one, Jessica. Oh, oh, whoa. <laughs> Gynecomastia. Gynecomastia. Yeah, which is a condition of overdevelopment or enlargement of the breast tissue in men or boys. Oh. So I guess he was pretty nervous about that. Look, there's nothing to be ashamed of, right? I got I got two very close people in my life who got some man boobies. It's fine. It is happens, what it is. Happens. Um, he was also very self-conscious about his inability to get a girlfriend. Okay. Uh. You know. So he wrote that he considered himself a loser who never learned to drive and complained about his menial job as an exterminator that earned little money. So I guess he was, you know, he just, that, that's why he couldn't get a girlfriend. All these reasons. Because of- You got the boobies, you don't got the money. Yep, yep, you know. Okay. I get it, I get it. So the diary contained 168 references to Lopez's feelings of failure 34 references to suicide. Oh. And 14 references to murder. <gasps> he was going to murder Bjork? He made 408 reference, references to Bjork and 52 references to other celebrities. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's, he's cheating on Bjork? I know, with other celebrities. 52 others? He's doing a lot of writing. Now, this is all violent sort of things they found i mean not necessarily just i mean i assume if it 14 references of murder yeah then yeah there must well, have been sure 
you know, but Statistically, overall, at least two of those were Bjork. Maybe. Yeah. Ricardo, my man. Oof. So in 1996, Lopez was living alone in an apartment in Hollywood, Florida. And around this time, he read in Entertainment Weekly that Bjork was in a romantic relationship with English musician Goldie. Bitch. <laughs> so Lopez was obviously angered by this perceived betrayal and the fact that she was involved with a black man. So, right. a racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. we're, we're crossing a couple of lines. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, writing in his diary, I wasted eight months and now she has a lover. He began fantasizing about how he would punish Bjork. Ooh. Huh. Yeah, so like, everything was like, fine. That is not so great. Everything was fine until he found out that she was in a relationship. Like, like kinky punish or like... Not so, say. not so fun punish. Just says punish with quotation marks. Okay. Mm. So Lopez stopped writing in his diary and began filming a video diary in his apartment. According to Lopez, the diary's purpose was to document my life, my art, and my plan. Comfort is what I seek in speaking to you. I am being my own psychologist. You are a camera. I am Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, Ricardo doesn't sound like he's on the right track. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> he recorded 11 videotapes containing approximately two hours of footage each. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah. The tapes contain footage of Lopez preparing his revenge and discussing his crush that ended up as an obsession. Lopez's anger over Bjork's relationship with Goldie intensified and he decided to kill her. Oh, he's killed her. Yeah. Kill her. Yeah, yeah why not? From love huh. to murder. If I can't Apparently. have her, nobody can. Exactly. Wow. Oh my God. It's kind of romantic. In, 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 a, in a, like, you <laughs> in know, really soap, soap opera way. way. Yeah. Of course. Of course, yeah. In one entry, he said, I'm just going to have to kill her. I'm going to send a package. I'm going to be sending her to hell. Whoa. He was an anthrax Bjork? <laughs> Lopez initially intended to construct a bomb filled with hypodermic needles containing HIV-tainted blood. What? Oh my god, it was going to be a slow death? Which satisfied his desire to have a lasting effect on Bjork's life. Oh because my if, god. If, if the bomb didn't kill her, if the shrapnel didn't kill her, then the if fucking AIDS will. It would mess her up Oh my god. god. Goodness. <laughs> I know. But when he realized that it would not be feasible to build such a device, Lopez began constructing a letter bomb using sulfuric acid and a hollowed out book, which he planned to have sent to Bjork's home in London, England. The device was designed to explode and kill or disfigure Bjork as she opened the book. He would commit suicide after mailing the bomb, hoping that he and Bjork would be united in heaven. Oof. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Some dark shit, Sam. A little bit. A little bit. A bit. I wouldn't say that I'm an expert <clears throat> on heaven, but I would say that I don't think they'll be meeting each other there. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So on the morning of September 12th, 1996, so I think it's a couple of years later, a couple of years right. have gone by, Lopez began filming his final video diary entry. The final tape titled Last Day... Ricardo Lopez begins with Lopez preparing to go to the post office to mail the letter bomb. So he's completed it by this point and he's just like this. This is the final video. So it's taken him years to complete this. <clears throat> yeah, like I, I think 
I don't know if it's taken years to complete it, but like all of this has happened within a couple of years. Oh, okay. So it's at least a lot of dedication. Yeah. 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 So he said that he was very, very nervous, but that he would kill himself rather than be arrested if he aroused suspicion. After returning from the post office, he resumed uh, filming his video diary. And as Bjork's music plays in the background, a naked Lopez shaves his head and paints his face red and green. Huh. So there's no references to why he did this. I'm not sure. Maybe if you're a Bjork fan, it's some reference to one of her videos or I don't know. I have no idea. He just fucking hates us red, green, colorblind motherfuckers. That's probably it. Yeah, that's probably it. So he shaves his head, sits on his couch and is filming. I actually found um, a picture of it. I'll whip it out. I am right now. So this is what he looks like, just in general. Okay. Ew. Interesting. Oh. Not what I was thinking at all. Strange. So you, you can look him up. His name is Ricardo Lopez. Okay. He's a thick boy. Really? A bit. Yeah. A bit. Yep. 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 yep He's yep, curvy. Yep. He's yes. ready for Bjork. Yes. Well, what I see. So yeah, his face is red and green. Bjork's music is playing in the background, and he examines himself in the mirror and tells the camera that he is a little bit nervous now. He then states, I'm definitely not drunk. I am not depressed. I know exactly what I'm doing. The gun is cocked back. It's ready to roll. Uh-oh. That I does see. not sound like he's not depressed. I was like, but he's right? not depressed. As Bjork's song, I Remember You, finishes playing, Lopez shouts, this is for you and shoots himself in the mouth with oh, a revolver. Fuck. Oof. You said in the mouth. Yeah. Not Did in the head. Oh, no. Yeah. He didn't oh. die. He groans and his body falls out of view. At this point, the camera stopped filming and a hand-painted sign bearing the handwritten words of the best of me, September 12th, hung on the wall behind him. Yikes. What happened to Ricardo? Well, on September 16th, which is four days after, after that happened. A foul odor and blood were noticed coming from Lopez's apartment. Oh no. Yeah. Oh man. He was successful. Mm-hmm. So the Hollywood Police Department entered and discovered Lopez's decomposing corpse. Ooh. Written on the wall was a message. The eight millimeter videos are documentation of a crime. Terrorist matter. There for the FBI. Whoa. The Broward County Sheriff's Office evacuated the building while the bomb squad searched for further explosives and found none. After viewing uh, Lopez's final tape, the police contacted Scotland Yard to warn them that the potentially explosive package was en route to Bjork's residence in London. The package had yet to be delivered and the Metropolitan Police intercepted it from South London Post Office and it was safely detonated, so. Oh my God, no, he, he was, really got a bomb set. It was yeah. a bomb. It was a real letter bomb oh and it God. was on its way to her house, like addressed to her. It was like in a book. It was like ready he to like slid wow. it, Yeah, so that if she opened the book, it would explode. But they found it, they got it and safely detonated like in a safe place. So it never made it to her. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So there had been little danger of Bjork receiving the bomb as her mail was vetted through her manager's office. But still, mm-hmm. somebody could have been hurt. Some poor know. intern yeah. Yeah. would have exploded. Yeah. So uh, Bjork said in a statement that she was distressed by the incident. There's actually a clip of her 
like doing an interview and talking mm-hmm. about how it was just a really sad situation and yeah. she was yeah. sad that it happened. Um, she actually sent a card and flowers to Lopez's family, which I thought was really sweet. Oh. Apparently, Lopez's family and friends were aware of his b- obsession with Bjork, but they never had any kind of indication that was it was dangerous in any way. Um, you know, they never thought he was capable of like violence in mm-hmm. any way, shape or form against himself or anybody else. Um, a psychiatrist who treated Lopez for anxiety shortly before his death also stated that he did not appear dangerous. So apparently nobody saw the signs of him actually like getting ready to do this at all. And then Lopez's videotapes, including his suicide, were actually confiscated by the FBI and actually released to journalists. So that's actually oh, shit. out there. Huh. And there's like, I as I was just looking things up, there's actually a gif of him. No. Yeah. yeah. And it's not as graphic as I thought it was going to be. Like, it's actually... Him pulling the trigger, but it's not. Oh my god! Yeah, but there's no like gore, or blood, or anything like that. But it's him, and he's he basically takes a deep breath, and you can see the sign behind him, oh. and then like he just pulls the trigger. So I have it right here. So he basically just. Hey, I've seen that before. Have you? Yes. Doesn't look real. Wow. Like yeah. there's, no, I you would expect to see like his head explode or the bullet yeah, go out the back it's or very blood clean, or something. There's nothing. But I mean, I'm sure the actual video. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's much fucking higher awful. Quality. But the fact that like his actual suicide is out on the internet for all of us to just see though, I feel like is really so kind of sad. Fucked up. I know it's yeah. crazy. Like that he was they, clearly sick. The crazy thing to me is that he just seems so casual about everything. Like I saw a clip or two mm-hmm. when I was on YouTube, like searching around for like stuff. And he just is very like, okay, I'm ready to do this. All right. Takes a deep breath. And like, he just is very casual about the whole thing. It's really, it's just really weird. sad. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that was a fan. That yeah. Just thanks went thanks for bringing us down. You know, Sam. Yeah. Well, but Bjork is alive. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So putting out like, some fucking tunes, you know? if I recall. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So we had Jessica talk about. Only fans. Only fans and shenanigans that ensued danny talked about killing children with ceiling fans okay really sad yeah yeah and then we had sam talk about a fucking poor mentally ill man who ate a bullet for bjork what have you got well i can go but do we wheel spin first or do i go first i don't know I was making sure Jess didn't fall asleep on her microphone and her food. Oh. I am very drunk. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Jessica will wake up soon enough. The room is spinning for me. Oh, no. Oh, no. How'd you get that drunk? I don't know. When? I've only had breakfast and breakfast oh, today no. included. Um, you did oh, have You did have 20 jakes it included <gasps> of, of vodka. Yikes. I did not have breakfast this morning. Oh, Jessica. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have eaten. I had... <laughs> a baked I haven't eaten today <laughs> I feel terrible <laughs> Jesse eat your dinner Yeah, we can tastes, take a couple of minutes it doesn't taste good to me oh no. oh no I feel pretty gross move Jessica Definitely wasn't in the way, but that's fine. No, I mean, you were in the way. I've been sitting in this exact spot. So, wheel. It's 3 a.m. You're at the IHOP. What do you order? Oh. 
Oh. Now this has some implications. If you're at IHOP at 3 a.m., you're hammered, probably. I know exactly what I'm getting. Same. Those Swedish crepes. Oh. Lingonberry. That lingonberry butter and lingonberry jam. The lingonberry. Yeah, right. and then hash browns and bacon, extra crispy, and probably a cup of tea. Extra crispy? Yeah. With tea? Yeah. Huh. That's exactly what I would do. Because it's safe. I'd probably think about getting like a club sandwich, like a turkey club, but then I'd be like, no, I'm sick. I've been drinking. I should probably just go with what I know. And I would just go to the crepes. Okay. See, that's a mistake. You should really go as, <laughs> as greasy as possible. I feel like if I'm drunk, I feel like my first instinct would just be lame and get eggs and bacon and hash browns like I normally lame. do because they don't have gluten. But if I'm drunk, Fuck it. I'm already going to be miserable. I might Ooh. as well just eat gluten anyway. So what are you getting? I honestly feel like I would just get a very large stack of pancakes. Like that sounds lame to all of you. Like the plain pancakes? The never, like the never ending pancakes? Buttermilk pancakes? Probably buttermilk or maybe like blueberry or chocolate chip. Maybe Ooh. I'd get a little fancy up in there. Get some yummies. Get, some cra- but get crazy. Get crazy. But Do you use the maple syrup or do you use one of the others? Definitely just oh, the maple syrup. Oh, that's right, because IHOP also has all those different flavored mm-hmm. syrups. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would just stick with the normal syrup. You could finally have gluten and you're just going with regular syrup? Yeah, I just love it that I much. I don't think there's gluten in syrup, is there? No, I'm just saying, no, but she's, saying she's having pancakes. Like, mm. you could do yeah. anything. I feel like if I had blueberries, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting blueberries and chocolate chips oh, in my pancakes. Whoa, whoa. I know. Wow. So when Danny is at the IHOP at 3 a.m., peer pressure is just making her... <laughs> Say yes. Get to everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything. <laughs> Convince her to get anything you want. Well, I know what I would get. Okay. If I was drunk at the IHOP, um, it's not what they're known for. Okay. Okay. And it's a risky move oh. almost every time. It's a dinner item. No, no. Uh, they do a uh, a chicken and waffles combo. Ooh. Uh huh. So like their waffles, you can't buck that up. That's good. But the chicken and the dipping sauce. It's a hit or that miss situation. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's it can also be different per IHOP. Sure. Like, it, is it frozen out of a bag? Did they really fry some chicken? I don't know. But if I'm drunk, I'm getting me some chicken and waffles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with like one of those like fancy mustards to dip my chicken in. Whoa. Oh, yeah. nice. Like a Dijon. Spi- Dijon. Grey Poupon. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Or like a honey mustard. Ooh. Maybe a little spicy mm-hmm. honey mustard. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. I'd go breakfast sampler for sure. Because that comes with bacon, sausage, and like slices of ham. Everything all together. And then, mm-hmm. oh, is that the one where you like, what do they call it? The split decision where you get like pancakes and French toast? No, that's a different one. I know because I pulled up the menu. Wow. <laughs> I have it right here. Yeah, no, the, the split decision is uh, when you can't decide between pancakes and French toast. Oh. Right. So you get both. No. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I'd get the, the split decision with ham. I'm surprised nobody got French fries. Huh. Maybe we like all that. get a plate for the table and we all get french fries. That actually would probably work really well. With a side of ranch dressing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so do you guys remember Arby's came out with that flavored vodka? Curly fries. Oh, yeah. Vodka, yeah. And french fry, regular french fry, crinkle mm-hmm. fries. Yes. Vodka. So I've been on a waiting list <laughs> for like seven months. <laughs> yeah. And they're still sold out. Look, that was a lot of fun. We all got our drunk 3 a.m. IHOP orders. Now we're moving into your <clears throat> stories, Jacob. Yes. Uh, I'm not looking yes, forward to it. Are. I am morbidly curious. Right. He said he was going to destroy us. So I decided to talk about fan fictions. 
Okay, that's when fans of a TV sh- series or a movie franchise usually. Comic book, novel. Sure, they, they're such big fans that they like to write their own stories with all the same characters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And now it started innocent, right? Like, hey, what if this person made this decision instead, mm-hmm. right? But eventually uh, it led down a darker path. And that's uh, what I, we're going to talk about today. I can uh, I can attest that fan fictions did become very vulgar and strangely graphic sexually uh, because I, as a horny teenager, 13-year-old Jessica. Mm. You partook? Yeah, I dabbled. <laughs> oh, that's, I, a, that's a risky risky maneuver. It was very risky. It was very risky. They were not, they were not well-written. They never and are. And very clumsily described <laughs> because okay. I feel like a lot of the... People who wrote the fan fictions I read were teenage girls just like me who had never had sex before. <laughs> well, most people know if you are a fan of some sort of series like uh, the TV series Supernatural, they actually make fun of it. They do. Because their fans did some nasty things like the main two characters are brothers and there's a bunch of fan fiction of them having sex with each other. They did a good job of showing that in the show, like describing yeah. <laughs> them they, they reacting about to yeah. people writing fan fiction about them. Yes. So, you know, we have that, you know, there's fan fiction of uh, Luke Skywalker and Leia really getting together. Yes, of course, of course. It's a Game of Thrones did this. So, oh, yes, this is true. So I read a lot of fan fiction. Okay, now I couldn't do this on my work computer, obviously. So I had to do it on my phone. (laughs) Reading on your phone is not as easy. So now I'm just going to go through a couple of things, right? Just fun you know, fan fiction things just to get you warmed up. Why are you smirking up. like that? Because part two of my story for the night is more customized. I decided to personally attack no. everyone at this table. Okay. Yes. So first, one of the ones that I found, uh, this is a fan fiction based on Keenan and Kel. Oh no. You guys oh, remember no. them? Oh, yeah. Remember them? Yeah. This is called Anacondas of the Night. <gasps> What? No! So essentially this fan fiction starts off like, you know, maybe maybe somewhat interesting, right? Keenan and Kel are obviously two black men and they they run into some trouble with uh, with some teenage Aryan Brotherhood people. Oh, oh wow, it's it's racially fueled. Yes, yes, so it starts off like, okay, what's gonna happen here? Like, am I about to read about Kenan and Kel like being murdered by Aryan Brotherhood or something? No, not the case. Um, Aryan Brotherhood eventually catch up to the to Kenan and Kel, oh, where no. they begin to rape them one by one. Jeez, <gasps> Kenan and detail. Kel? Yes. Somebody are, wrote this? Yes, they are raped by the Aryan Brotherhood teenagers. Oh. Yes. This uh, particular fan fiction had over 10 chapters in it. So. Oh, wow. You can so, imagine what else did happens. Did you read all 10? I did not. I don't know. I got to the good stuff and that was it. Moved on. Oh. I mean, the good you know, stuff. The only hope for that story is that there's a redemption arc and that they, <laughs> Maybe. Like, Maybe they, they come they, back. They rape the Aryans. And, <laughs> they murder them all or something. Oh, yeah, that too. Next one. This one is called I Love You to the Bones. And this is a fan fiction based on Malcolm in the Middle. Ah! Now, in this fan fiction, it's not so much about the sex as it is about the torture porn. Oh, what? Yes. So in this story, uh, Lois, who played the mom in Malcolm in the Middle, or that was the mom, uh, she is very, very abusive. Okay. Mm. Like, I read this thing. It went into extreme detail about her uh, whipping 
Reese, who is the older brother. What? And like whipping him so many times because she wanted to teach him a lesson or whatever. And I mean, it goes into detail about how he's like covered in blood, how what? like his what? leg was left like what stumpy. What is with these people oh, yeah. writing this I stuff? I don't understand. Yeah. Why Malcolm in the what? middle? I have no idea. And obviously it goes into her doing this to like all of them. Oh my, my God. Gosh. With different, you know, weapons every time, of course. Sure. Yeah. The dad is just not there. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, cause he's on Breaking oh. Bad now. Yes, <laughs> yes. So he couldn't be in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. This one I thought was fun and interesting until it very quickly wasn't. <laughs> okay. Ah. So this fan fiction is about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What? Ooh. Now. Wait, let me guess. Can we? Oh, yes, please. Before I give you the title. Yes. So Carlton and what's his name in the show? Will, Will Smith. Will. Literally Will. It's just Will? Okay. <laughs> um, I bet they have a tumultuous, spicy romance and then make each other so jealous one like murders the other one or something. Okay. You're very close, but <laughs> not quite right. So this is called The Love of a Cousin Goes a Long, Long Way. Ew. 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 <laughs> so it goes into a lot of detail about how when Will moved to Bel Air from West Philadelphia that he was very quickly infatuated by Carlton and his oh, hot bod. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we it was got that a, Carlton dance, wasn't it? It was probably, moves, it was the probably. dance. Um, so it, like I said, it goes into a lot of details about, you know, Carlton's body and like sweat dripping and like Will's like oh. so hot and they like play basketball together. And then, you know, eventually they hook up. Sure. Sexually, of course. Thank you. Um, but then it takes a left turn. Um, their relationship becomes very drug fueled. Uh, what? And they, they do drugs together while they're having sex. And actually Carlton overdoses and he dies. <gasps> oh, oh it's, a, yes. it's a tragedy. Yes. So I did not move on past that. I'm assuming there was like five parts to this one. Okay. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming it arcs into like Will dating someone else eventually. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, that, that, there's that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, next we have, we have Pokemon. No. Fanfiction. Oh, I can only guess. Yeah, so this one I didn't read. I read like a synopsis of it because I didn't really want to read this one, which good thing I didn't because this thing has like 84 chapters. It's oh still continuing. Yeah, it is It is a, still a work in progress. Um, but essentially what it is is the Pokemon trainers will like battle their Pokemon. And if their Pokemon loses, they punish them by raping them. <gasps> what? No. What? A lot of bestiality going That's on. That's so sad. Yes. That's so awful. Yes, we have. Now, the main characters are different. None of the characters from the show. So, like, Ash isn't in this, right? Sure. It's a different Who main character. Who the heck is enjoying this stuff? But but Ash, you know, or not Ash, the main character punishes Pikachu because he loses. No, Pikachu. Oh. Yeah. What? Well, we're only going to get worse from here. Oh. Uh, because next up is the one that I know Jessica has been dreading. Because obviously there's <laughs> fan fiction about this. Oh no, okay. I'm scared. My Little Pony. Oh yeah. Yes. I thought it was gonna be Nick Cage. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, so did I. So obviously there's, My Little Pony has such a huge following from like, you know, adult men. It does. Yeah. And um, they're these... very clear though, that that has nothing to do with, with pornographic interests or sexual intents. None of that. Interesting. Because the only My Little Pony fan fiction that I found uh-huh. had to do with torture porn. Ugh. Like, I mean- Jacob, it kind of sounds like everything you found had yeah. to do with torture porn. No, 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 no. Not all this was torture porn. Fresh Prince, that was love and drugs. <laughs> That's I mean, true. Okay. You know, no big deal. Um, but uh, 
you know, apparently there are horses uh, named Dashy uh, and Pinky and Cupcake or something. Sure. Um, well, Dashy is a rapist oh. and drugs Jeez. Cupcake, straps Cupcake down in the basement and oh, Dashy and Pinky take turns um, raping Cupcake until she's dead. What? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, you know. I have no words. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch the show, but maybe if you do, you know who these characters are, and you would think, "Well, wow, that seems out of character for this, you know, pony." This like I mean, just Y five rated show. Hopefully, we never have a studio that's like several floors up, you know, so that no one's encouraged to jump out the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, staying on on uh, cartoons. Yes, on children's cartoons. We're going to stay on the same topic. There we How go. How exciting! Um, so there is a fan fiction. This one was very short. I don't think a lot of people really were interested in it. It was a short story. Very short. Okay. SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, uh, mm. okay. So in this very short fan fiction has SpongeBob and Patrick. Okay. Spit roasting Sandy. Oh. And, and they're in her home. Okay. So they both have the water helmets on. Yeah. Um, and then when Patrick is about to bust, he removes his water helmet so and he screams breathe. in agony and dies while busting inside what of Sandy. What the heck? Why? Yeah. They don't die instantly. I don't know, Jessica. Did he want to die? Apparently. Was that a part of the pleasure? Ugh. What the fuck? Somebody didn't like him. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. So moving on to more adult things. Uh, more okay. adults? Uh-huh. Jacob. So, like I said, very short. Again, I didn't read this next one. Just a little synopsis of it. But long story short, Harry Potter and Sirius Black are really attracted no! to each other. Mm, yeah. And they do a lot of sex things. That's why Harry was so sad when Sirius died. Because he was <sighs> his lover. Because he was getting that peen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I hate it. Yeah. Um, this one was fun. I wish that I could have read the whole thing. Okay. But, but I did not. So... Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek. Okay. Okay. Um, If you know anything about Star Trek, you know that there's like weird like time holes and warps and all this stuff. And so like, you know, time travel is possible. They just don't know how to do it yet or whatever. So Jean-Luc Picard and his team are in, you know, the Enterprise or whatever their ship is. And they accidentally go through a warp that takes them to a different dimension in a different time period. Okay. So he happens to land on Middle Earth. No! Where Jean-Luc Picard meets, befriends, and eventually falls in love with Elrond. What? (laughs) What? Yes, that is the elven father. (laughs) No! In Lord of the Rings. Hugo Weaving? Yes, Hugo Weaving and uh, Patrick Stewart (laughs) have a lot of sex. That's what I would have read. I would have read this one. These are the weirdest fantasies. Um, there's also another weird one with time and dimensions and whatnot. Um, long story short, Fred and George Weasley travel to the Muggle world where they have a relationship with Lance Bass from NSYNC. <laughs> what? Yes. What? Yes, it's it's a real thing. I'm sorry, I don't have any other words in my vocabulary I'm right so... now except for what? Yes. So confused. Yes, well, you think that's weird. This one, uh, Lord Voldemort. Okay. okay. Sure. Was traveling to the Muggle world to receive an artifact. Okay. Jacob, why are you looking one? me right yes. in the eyes while I'm, you're talking? Because I'm, this. I'm talking to all of you. No, you're, you're not. You're looking at me. Anyway, to receive an artifact. Okay. And while he's trying to get this artifact, he bumps into someone. 
who's also trying to get this artifact. Okay. His name is Indiana Jones. <laughs> what? <laughs> he has a fear of wait, snakes. Wait, 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 wait. He who must not be named and Indiana Jones? Yes. So Indiana Jones knows that Voldemort is evil, right? And so he punishes How? him sexually. Indiana Jones, uh, quote, has his way with Lord Voldemort. Oh, wow. Lord Voldemort could beat him up. He has no. magic powers No, because Indiana Jones raped him to the point that he was so weak that Indiana was able to take the artifact and Lord Voldemort was not able to. But what about his wand? He has powers, though. Well, his wand was useless because Indiana's wand was up his ass. Oh, uh, so. okay. Yeah. All you plot did. holes filled. <laughs> Every uh. hole filled. Who yes. is writing this? I don't understand. Look, so these, like I said, very weird, right? Um, but you know, whatever. Okay. That was the fun part. Oh. Fun well, and interesting. There's, Love it. How how wonderful for us. Now we begin. That wasn't the personal attack? There was nothing personal about any of that, Sam. Yeah. I specifically thought really hard and long huh, about <laughs> things, TV series or movies that each of you love. And I spent an extensive amount of time finding the worst thing that I could find about the thing that you love. Great. So we're going to start with Danny. Thanks. Okay. Now, the reason why we're starting with this one is because I'm pretty sure you're the only one who would care about this. Go on. Right now, all she can do is think about all the things she loves <laughs> and wonder I'm which like, one you're going to ruin. What are you going to destroy? <laughs> so this is a fan fiction, okay, about a TV show that Danny loves. Okay. Uh Absolutely loves this. Mm. I will be reading verbatim. I need you to fuck me. Addison hushes hardly above a whisper. (laughs) Hmm? I can't hear you. (laughs) Meredith smirks even wider. Grey's Anatomy! (laughs) Not letting up until Addison is begging her. Fuck me. Addison begs her, this time shortening her words to a singular demand. Oh, now we're talking. Meredith grins as she leans down with Addison's legs thrown over her shoulders. Oh, for fuck's sake. You like the the pain, huh? Meredith leans in to bite another mark as Addison to nod furiously in response. Such a naughty girl being into kinky things. Um, yeah. The dialogue, just terrible. <laughs> yes, I read I read about five chapters of this one trying Yay! to find, I, well, I had to find the sex scene. There was a lot leading up to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so gosh. essentially, uh, Addison, you know, from Grey's Anatomy. Sure. Is wanting kinky sex. And Meredith is like very hot hearing about this. And so she seduces her and they have all sorts of like BDSM sex. Okay. Yes. So I started with you, Danny, because that was the... Um, Can you read the, the title? The weakest. Oh, yes, of course. So believe it or not, this one is actually rated T. Uh, not M? No, no, rated T. Wow. Um, uh. And it was called Fantastic Fantasies, written by Bobby Jelly. Bobby Jelly. Wow, Bobby Jelly wow. wrote this. Yes. Wow. He could have done better with the fucking This name. was published in November of 2020 and updated as recent as April of 2021. Okay, so, I mean, okay. but this is a completed right. series. Sure. So I read, uh, this was chapter three. I read the first two chapters leading up for this. So mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dedication. Yes, thank you. Next. Now, this one's kind of a twofer. Okay. Oh. Sam and I are fans of the same things. You are. You are. And that's why I'm actually saving Sam's for last, because no. that one will be a threefer. No. So. Oh, no. Yes. Aye, aye, aye. Sorry. Sorry, guys. All right. So in this fan fiction... It, this is in called, this is called The Bet. Okay. Okay. Now, like I said, I'm going to just start reading. Okay. We don't get to know that the title is The Bet. The Bet. Written by. Oh, 
It is written by Emily6851. <laughs> okay. Okay, so. Pam was about to go sit up on the sink, but Aaron grabbed her by the shoulders and <gasps> pulled her in for a deep kiss. This really wasn't on Pam's agenda, but if it helped her get off, then she would suffer through it. Aaron ripped off Pam's shirt and then latched her mouth to Pam's again. Pam was tired of games and pulled Aaron's shirt over her head immediately after she reached around Aaron's back and unclapsed her bra. Someone's in a hurry, Aaron said. Oh my god! What was your first clue? Me masturbating? Or me practically ripping your clothes, your clothes off? Pam thought. She figured that the only way to hurry this up was to make the first move. Pam kissed down Aaron's neck and licked around her nipple. Oh, Pam, Aaron moaned. Oh my god! <laughs> How dare you! Pam pushed Aaron towards the couch and laid her down. Pam positioned her entrance over Aaron's face and felt Aaron's tongue lapping up and down yeah, her, her slit. No, I don't want to hear anymore! Pam reached over Stop. and... Stop! and ran her fingers over Aaron's mound. Ah, she could feel her moan against her heat. I can't cover my ears because I have headphones on. Okay, um, I won't go into the part. The next part is all about them fingering each other. So uh, what this fan fiction was actually about, uh, it begins with Jim making a bet with Pam. Pam loses. Therefore, she has to do whatever Jim says. So he tells her to seduce Toby. Okay, naturally. So she goes to seduce Toby, but the rule is he can't have, she can't have sex with Toby. Sure. She's got to seduce him. Okay. And so she does, right? How, do, did she, how would she know if she succeeded? Oh, Toby put his uh, thumb up her ass. Uh, mm. Yeah, he was giving her a massage and his thumb was up her butthole. And so then she was like, okay, enough for you. And she left, right? <laughs> okay, I win. Gotta go. But Aaron caught them. So oh, now no. Pam had to think fast because Aaron was going to tell people and she didn't want her to know that this was, you know, approved by Jim, so she seduces Aaron. Actually, in the next scene, Dwight comes in and catches them, and so they all have a threesome together. Wow. Yeah, that's before Jim oh, comes gosh. in and a foursome ensues. <laughs> what, the whole office? Not the whole office. Poor just, Toby. Poor Toby still characters. didn't get anything. Yeah, but don't worry because Except Jim a, a and- stinky thumb. Jim and Dwight do actually pull out, and they come on their, their tits, not, not inside of them. Oh, so it's safe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at that, Roy makes it too. So Roy's also in Roy's there. also there. Okay. So yeah, there we have it. That's very fun. Um, this was uh, chapter two was called sexual harassment. So. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. I wonder who reported who. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, can't Toby can't report it. He had his finger up his ass <laughs> or her ass. Um, so this next one, this was the one that I targeted specifically Sam. Okay. Okay. Now it just so happens that this will hit all of you. Okay. So. Just so you know how dedicated I was to find the worst of the worst, this is chapter five, okay? I read four chapters before I got to this one. You did a lot of reading. Yes. Yes, I did. What's the title? I can't tell you because it is It'll give too, it away? Yes. Who's, who is it written by? Oh, uh, it's written by Froggyboy168. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Yeah, this was written back in 2013. Okay. Okay. Luna and Ginny's pussies looked as if they were glued ah! together at the pussy. Hermione, meanwhile, got up. It looked as though she was done too. Ginny sat up. Her and Luna started kissing, which was the most erotic thing Harry had ever seen. Ginny <laughs> and Luna, Ginny and Luna were grinding their hips together, moaning into each other's mouths. This just turned Harry, Ron, and Neville on. No, <laughs> Ron. They, they all became instantly hard. Ew. Neville Ew. this time went over to Hermione and placed his cock into her. Ew. Harry, meanwhile, wanted to know what Luna's pussy felt like, so he pulled her apart from Ginny. 
He lay on his back and placed Luna on top of him. Harry grabbed her hips and started pounding away into her. Uh, this time, uh, Luna was yelling as loud as possible. Her pussy was probably being fucked raw, and she seemed to be enjoying it. What? Yes. So this was called uh, Harry Potter Sex Adventure. <laughs> okay. And this was chapter five, platform orgy. So they Shame actually, on you, Froggy Boy 13. 168, actually. So <laughs> um, this goes, the whole thing starts off with um, Harry waking up because they all need to, they all need to get to, you know, platform nine and three quarters, right? Right, to go and to school, And so of Hermione wakes him up and let's just read this, hold on real quick. So Harry awoke no. the next morning to Hermione apparating into the room. You had better get upstairs before Mrs. Weasley comes in, Hermione told him. Harry jumped up with a little plop when his dick left Ginny's pussy. What? Yes, what? he was inside of Ginny, sleeping. And then Hermione came in, woke him up, he pulled his penis out. Then he apparates upstairs where Ron is covered in Hermione's juices. Ew! Oh yeah, the God. whole thing. Yeah. My ears. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, Neville and uh, Luna are there and they're having sex in the orgy. Ron and Ginny are apparently not phased by each other being there. Just so. pretend they don't see each other, I guess. Yeah. I mean, at oh. least there's that because incest clearly was not off the table. Why did you do the this other to examples? Me? Yeah. Yeah, the ones I read when I was 13 were not that bad. They have progressed. Yes. Yes, they have definitely progressed. Like I, I said. I need new friends. Oh, and then <laughs> Harry Potter's sex adventure, by the way, the first four chapters weren't mild either. I just happened to find this, which was gold, because it had a full-blown orgy. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm pretty sure there's a part in there where uh, Dobby is a watcher. He likes to watch. Oh, he, likes to, he, he likes to peep? Yeah, no. he, likes, he likes to look. <laughs> Poor Sam. Wow. Yeah, so there you have it. That's it. That's it. It's over. Great. Just like this episode's over. Wow. Uh, thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it. We love you. Just like we love our patrons. Thanks, guys. Yes, thank you, patrons. And to all of you, please follow us on our social medias. You can find all of those on our website, threeshotsin.com. We go live on Fridays. If you like what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with absolutely everyone that you know. Everyone, your teachers, your Stop. No, neighbors. Don't, this, it could be literally anyone who enjoys comedy. Yeah, and your, dark your humor. softball team. Nope, don't need to. Nope, just and whoever you think would enjoy. We can leave it at that. Everyone at the bowling alley. Join us on Patreon <laughs> where you can be a part of our super secret podcast, Three Shot Cinema. Yes, which we are putting that poll up now. And if you want to be a part of that poll, you got to subscribe on Patreon. Yep. Next week's topic. You ready for this one? Yes. Regret. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. That's the topic of next week is going to be all about regret. I feel like most of the most of the stories we tell about <laughs> people on this podcast involve someone being super regretful. Yeah. Mm. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Very open. Anything could happen in regret. Anything could. Mm -hmm. Someone can regret, you know, I don't know, having an orgy <laughs> with all of their high school friends on the Hogwarts Express. Allowing possibly. an elf to watch, perhaps. Uh, sure. Sure, a house elf even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, some some would regret reading the vast amount of fan fiction that I had to read. I regret that you read all of it. <laughs> I too regret that. Yes. A lot of fun though. <laughs> well, all right, guys. This has been another episode of Three Shots In. Yep. And first we would like to say thank you, Sam, and thank you, Danny. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. It was fun for most of the time. Oh, you didn't like the personal attacks? <laughs> no. It's okay. it's okay. I'll get you next time too. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.